apologize if my computer makes any noise. <laughs> we interrupt this transmission to bring you the following live broadcast. It's Tuesday. It's 6 p.m. ish. It's the Think So Joe Show. <laughs> from up, from up high. Yeah, the Think So Joe Show. It's Think So Joe here uh, with my buddy Ryan. Welcome back to the show, a special Tuesday edition for this holiday week. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having me on, Joe. I always love being here. I enjoy having you here as well. I figured you were going to be here anyway. We might as well uh, make the most of it. Yeah. Shoot some, uh, shoot some video in a, in a little bit. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> hopefully we'll figure out what we're shooting. But. We're so brilliant that anytime we meet, the the media must be involved. Oh, so absolutely, is... absolutely. So yeah, we are uh, we are here and we are live because we can. <laughs> I've never I heard your theme music before. Who does? Is that Exo Priory? No, that's uh, that's Think So Brain. Which, oh, I didn't. I which, which includes former members of XM Priory. Which, that particular song, you can catch on YouTube with XM Priory covering it with special guest guitar player, me. I swear I didn't mean to segue into that. <laughs> Just to everybody listening, I'm sorry. And don't forget to check out the latest episode of the Nick and Dan Show, also starring me. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, an interview with, uh, you know, those those Breaking Solace guys. <laughs> but, you know, you, you really want to tune in for me. I do a little dance at the beginning. It's It's cool. <laughs> are you doing a are you doing a crossover with Michael Sargent so you two could talk about uh photography, painting and crazy right wing politics? Um we could probably do that. <laughs> I, I I would like to see that. I I I did just uh debut my uh, my photography skills this past weekend. Oh, there you I tell I, us. I had no intent to do so, but uh <laughs> I I was asked to bring my uh my DSLR to uh Food Not Bombs. And uh, took a bunch of pictures. They're up on my Facebook. Uh, a couple of bands actually decided to use the f- the pictures for their like profile pictures and stuff. So th- I'm just like, really, guys? Like, I'm, that's 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 pretty cool. Like, what I, kind of equipment were you using? Just my uh, my Canon uh, T5i. Okay. Okay. Which I literally bought to shoot my YouTube videos. Oh. So I but but uh, Dagen saw me walking around with the camera. He's like, dude. Uh, can can you do promo pics for us? Like, uh, sure. He's like, all right, yeah, we'll we'll just do it right out in the right out on the side of Mohawk here. Like, okay, cool. Just uh, let me know when. So they got me, and uh, we we did some promo pics for uh, Buried Beneath Concrete, uh, which I they came out pretty cool. I guess uh, they're using one of them as their profile picture. Um, but yeah, and then they they actually offered me like, oh, you know, we. we I don't know what your rate is, but, like, can we hire you? Like, d- dude, I literally don't do this. This is not what I do. Like, there are better people out there to shoot photos than me. You know, I hire Meredith, hire Lee, like, hire somebody that, you know, actually knows what they're doing. Me, I just own an expensive camera. Sometimes that's all you really need. Sure, and or 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 uh, you know, pay Dennis. Dennis Dennis takes great shots. Yeah, and I'm I'm convinced he just has a nice camera, from what I can tell. Well... <laughs> I mean, I I have a nice camera and I uh, kind of know how to use it. Like like the day I got it, like I bought it just for the YouTube stuff, and I bought it and I, I'm like going around, I'm just shooting pictures of my cats, like just messing around with the different settings and everything, like shooting pictures of the cats. And uh, I never thought like you know I I've 
taken like a Skillshare course on how to do <laughs> concert photography, but I've never like thought that I would actually go around and do concert photography. So that was kind of a trip. Like, okay, you want me to shoot pictures? I can do that, I guess. You know, <laughs> I think you're a natural. I think I that's they, the only answer. They came out pretty well. I think I, I I've, uh, like I said, a couple of artists are using their using them as their profile pictures. I know uh, Sid the Kid just posted one of my pictures on Instagram. Oh yeah, I like her. She's good. Yeah, we did, uh, and we had, uh, frankly, lost. We had. He's from. Uh, Massachusetts? No, I don't remember where he's from. But uh, <laughs> how how was the Food Not Bombs concert overall? How'd it go? The show itself was great. The bands were all phenomenal. Everything was just wonderful as far as like the entertainment goes. Uh, we'll uh, we'll refrain from uh, talking about the charity itself. <laughs> that's a, that's another story entirely. But yeah, it was a, it was a pretty uh, it was a pretty fun night. Got to see some awesome bands. Kennedy Carpool, of course, killed it, as they usually do at the helm. Mario Nobilio is the absolute... He is like... You cannot get a picture of this guy. Who is he? Mario Nobilio. He's the uh, bass player for At the Helm. Okay. Uh, and he is he moves around so much. It is so hard to get a picture of him unless he notices you and just stands there and lets you take the picture. I got a few, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it was really difficult to get just a few pictures of him. I I, I took like 900 pictures through the whole show and ultimately kept like 70 of them. So that tells you a lot, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Have we gotten any butts yet? Any butts about I'm, has anyone said us any butts? Oh no, we haven't no. got any butts. No, not, not yet. <laughs> I don't know if he. I, I I don't know if he's listening. It is a different day of the week. We might have thrown thrown it him is. off. This might be his evening to gather his his butt photos. I will let Nick Landers know that we are on. If he uh, if he had tuned out thinking we weren't going to be on, but we are on. Yes, I'm. I'm telling people that right now. Which yes, is why yes, I'm, yes. Not paying much attention to you. <laughs> That's okay. Nobody pays attention to me, especially on this show. <laughs> Frankly, lost. I'm trying. He's from Philadelphia. That's where he's from. Okay. Yeah, and he uh, he was he was incredible. Just did a really uh, really wonderful uh, job. He filled in a couple of slots for us when we when we needed it, and uh, like. Just one guy up there with an acoustic guitar, that old style microphone, you know, like the, the, the you know, I don't know, just singing songs about uh, cannibalism at a vegan charity event. You know. <laughs> and he, he sounds perfect. Well, the, you know, he pondered out loud if you eat a vegan, is that vegan? So, <laughs> I mean, you I'm are, thinking about that. You are what you eat, right? So, I would imagine you'd be. <laughs> I'm gonna have to think about this deeply. We should uh, contact the bloodthirsty vegans. Maybe, maybe I think they'd be the band to talk to. Maybe I also uh, checked out Fuzzfest a little bit uh, for uh, uh, Saturday night. We hit that up after uh, after we left Food Not Bombs, and we caught a couple of bands. It was like way too hot in there for my taste. And Where was it? I was at Stamps. I as soon as you said too so, hot, I figured you were talking about Stamps. Yeah, it was. There was so many people. It was way too hot. Most of the people were hanging out outside anyway, but. Like, yeah, we caught a couple of bands, and uh, just, uh, I was telling you earlier, we hooked uh, Ian from Cardboard Homestead up with uh, 
like a mandolin and some uh, <laughs> some aloe for his sunburn. <laughs> because, you know, that that's what punk rockers do, I guess, right? Yeah, like, sometimes. Here you go, man. Here's some aloe for your sunburn. Hey, if I'll people, see you at Warp Tour. <laughs> if you want to check us out live right now, what's the website? Allwny.com. Is it allwny? Yeah, okay. They, they can go on allwny. Well, it's listen.allwnyradio.com is yes. the direct link, but... It, you know, it's just easier to say go on all WNY and they could probably find it. Listen now, like I'm sure, I'm sure Scott would not omit that from the main page of his empire. No, I'm I'm putting on here that we that that, that one exists. So if I give anyone the wrong information via Facebook, uh, <laughs> it is completely Scott Leffler's fault. So there's radio, and then there's listen. You get that right from the homepage. All so, right, yeah, it's it's there. It's it's buried a little bit, but All it's right. there. I'll hope my friends and other followers are smart enough to find the link. I'm sure they're smart enough. I, I think radio, I think seventy one listen. Seventy five percent. Well, I think we'll get sure. through the other. The other twenty five might get a little lost. Sure, and this is kind of like an impromptu uh, deal we're doing. We, yeah. we Karina and I kind of mentioned it last week, and then I kind of mentioned it to you in passing, like over the weekend. <laughs> It was supposed to be like four of us, and it ended up being two of us. But that's cool. Yeah, that's fine with me. It I, always works. T- I always tell Joe, I just love being put in front of a microphone. I love love hearing myself talk. <laughs> sure, we're gonna do. We're not doing a full like two hours tonight. We're probably gonna do just maybe an hour. Just kind of, you know, let everybody know what's going on with us, what we're doing. We've got this uh, warp tour deal coming up. The struggle is warped. Yes, the struggle is warped, Joe. I'm the excited about this. struggle is warped, and that's going to be uh, July 25th at Darien Lake as part of the Vans Warp Tour. Uh, we're going to try and get ourselves a nice little spot, uh, hopefully a nice little shady spot near the uh, WNY corner oh, yes. stage. Yes, <laughs> we'll hopefully be right next to the stage. We'll be interviewing everyone. We're playing games with fans. Absolutely. It's, it's going to be a fun time. We've got a whole bunch of cool pre-recorded segments. I've already managed to fill like three hours worth of local music that's going to be played while the bands are on stage. Like, this is gonna, this is some dope shit. And it's not even going to be like just this, you know, small time thing. It's like we actually put money into this. <laughs> like we we have microphone flags. Oh, dude, I haven't seen those before. Yeah, we got microphone <sighs> flags. I just. I I'm gonna, I got the three karaoke mics. I got them on already, and then I'm looking. For, I got to figure out where the hell my Shure SM58 is. I've I've never had a microphone flag. I, this is this is this is a first for me. I might just buy microphones specifically for the show. I might bring this board instead of the one that I bought, and that way we'll have the four XLRs. We'll have the extra for the for the input for the music and all that. So, yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll figure, figure that out as we go along. Absolutely. So, Still got three weeks. Absolutely. But no, things are coming together really well. If you are at Warp Tour, come and check us out and say hi. Maybe you'll get pulled into a game, and we got all sorts of some fun merch. I think the bands are going to be throwing in some merch to help us sure. out with some prizes. And uh, if you can't make it to Warped, uh, I think I think our show's the going to be the next best thing. Sure, and I think uh, you know if you are at Warped and you come by, we're going to have uh, we'll have Think So Joe show stickers. We're gonna we're gonna have struggles struggles real, real stickers. All WNY. We should have the. I think we're getting the vinyl decals. Oh, I think cool. Uh, I, I didn't know think, that. I, I do believe Scott said he was uh, providing those. Leffler's shelling out the dough. Yeah, we're it's making uh, it rain. We're gonna have. Um, we're we're hoping to have Think So Joe show T-shirts, but probably not for distribution unless somebody uh, you know specifically asks ahead of time um which has become a thing apparently it was just it started like we're gonna go on this website and we're just gonna order ourselves two custom t-shirts 
And then word got out, and people, well, I want one. Like, okay, why? <laughs> like, I want to wear a Think So Joe show shirt. I want to, I want to support the show. Like, <laughs> you listen and you share the, the the link every week. Like, you're good. You don't have to do anything else. Like, no, no, I want to wear a shirt. Like, okay, great. So we bought a screen printing kit, and now we got to figure out how to use that thing. Dude, dude, talk to Dennis about that. You'll see. We're going to have about 15 screen-printed shirts for Warp that we're going to be sure. handing out as prizes. Well, I've also... He's, a, I've, he's I've, an ace at that stuff. I've also got Nick and Dan from XM Priory are going to be in to do some stuff for us, and uh, they've been doing their own shirts. So they would have that expertise as well. So I'm I'm hoping... And I've got a, I've got a bunch of people who have offered to help, which is great. Um, so... You know, that's pretty cool. Like, <laughs> we're, I guess we're going to make uh, Think So Joe Show t-shirts, and we're going to have those for anybody who wants them. You just let us know ahead of time, and uh, we'll get them to you where it is convenient, I suppose. <laughs> we were literally, like, I had this, I had the design printed up, or not printed up, but, like, ready to go, and it was on this website, and I was just like, okay, you know, it's going to cost us... Like just under forty bucks for two T-shirts because we're only buying two T-shirts. Yeah, yeah. You Small know, so we're not getting them. At, we're not getting them at like the cheaper cost for for you know mass you know yeah. mass volume. But like once people start saying, well, you know, how much are they? And it's like, well, they're like seventeen bucks each if it's you know if we're just getting the two. I think you're on uh, channel. You're on yeah. You're yeah. on two. You're on the one you're messing with. Okay, cool. <laughs> I just got that thing. That uh, that's another investment I made. Was yeah, it's this, a nice uh, little mixer. It comes with a. Uh, it came with four four sets of headphones, including oh, the one you're wearing now. That's nice. Yeah, so that's 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 great too. So I bought that so we could have it warped. So yeah, I, I'm, I, we're putting money into this. Damn, this isn't this isn't just like, you know, we're gonna run a show out of uh, out of my apartment with whatever equipment we can find. This is this is good. well for for me for the most part. It's it's running warp two around whatever equipment I can find. Sure. <laughs> I, I I I am tempted to buy like they have a four pack of Behringer microphones, and if Ooh. I buy if I buy that, this mixer is definitely coming with me. Um, but for right now, the the mixer that I bought is like perfect for the karaoke mics and like one XLR. It's like. It'd be great. Yeah, technical talk. You guys are loving this at home, I know. No, no, I'm I'm happy that I have you and Dennis to be concerned with that end. Sure. So then I have just have to, you know, worry about all the stupid stuff like a uh, uh, warp tour band or Bond villain to play with the fans. Yeah, right, right. So <laughs> so I, 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 I like that I don't yeah, I don't have to worry about that. I went to school for that stuff and even even then like the uh the technical stuff and like all the mic names and shit. It just like it ended up after after a while. You, you hear so many numbers, fifty sevens and a fifty eight and a one twelve. It just all just turns into to gunk. I I went for communications and media arts. I wanted to be a radio DJ, and here I am doing a podcast with, for no money. Hey, how about that? But you're getting into Warp Tour for free. I am getting into Warp Tour for free. And Scott, as Scott was telling me, oh man, I you know I can't believe it was so easy for you guys to get in. I'm like, dude, I I've I've gotten into Warp Tour for free so many times. <laughs> like, like I, I got to tell this story. I was with uh, I went with Meredith Snow, uh, Meredith Snow, a couple easy for me to say, a couple of years ago, and um, I just wanted to go because it was like Real Big Fish was playing and Some Forty One was playing, Less Than Jake, and like. Uh, you know, it just was like this, like newfound glory. It's like this is a killer show. Like this is a killer. This is like the best warp tour in years. 
it's like I had to go, and I went. I got Meredith to take me, and um, I was mistakenly under the impression that she had an extra pass for me to get in. <laughs> and so we're uh, we're at the gate, and I'm like looking at the prices. I'm like, fine, reaching my, you know, reach in, grab my wallet. I'm about to go buy a ticket. And she's like, well, you know, one of my one of my photographer friends, he's sick. He's in the hospital right now. Said, yeah. And she says, like, I'm sorry to hear that. You know, she's well, you know, he's on the list. <laughs> really? She's, yeah. So she's like, tells the people at the, you know, that are giving out the passes. She tells them that I'm there to represent that guy. And they're like, well, you know, we need proof. So if you could get that guy to send you a copy of his uh, driver's license, like to just text it to you or something and tell us that he's, you know, given him permission to go. So Meredith texts this guy. <laughs> this guy texts back with a picture of his license and says, yes, you know, Joe Kent can uh, represent me at Warp Tour. So I got in with a photo pass and a media pass. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm like, I can do anything I want. And all I want to <laughs> do is like hang out and watch the bands. <laughs> that was the first time I ever heard of the Interrupters. Uh, I went hung out with my buddy Brandon, who was like, "Oh, I'm over by the you know the big stage, and the Interrupters are on it because they split the the big like amphitheater stage in half. So there's a band on the left and a band on the mm -hmm. right. So you, yep. know, you know, and they just go they alternate. So uh, I went over watched the Interrupters with him and like fell in love with that band. They're they're just so good. Which ultimately, like Karina and I's first real date was we went to Rochester and saw the Interrupters. Um, but yeah, like I got in for free that time. And then like the last time I went to Warp Tour, I had gotten in for free twice. <laughs> like I had, um, I, I was, I got in with media credentials and I also got in as, uh, I was working the Fanscape booth back when Fanscape was a thing. I don't know. I if don't even still, know what Fanscape I, is. I don't know if it's still a thing or not. It might be. I, I have no idea, but I worked their booth Fanscape. Let's uh, let's find out. Is that? I guess it's still a thing. No, that's different. <laughs> no, I like I like it how you said that 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 Leffler commented on how easy it was for us to get in. It was <laughs> so easy. Maybe maybe Scott could have handled it when I asked him the first time. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, so I got Scott. But, but yeah, I got in, in my like I got in with uh, media credentials. So I and I sent I gave somebody media credentials. I was like, you're going to be my my interviewer. Here's a recorder. Go interview these bands at this time. Didn't fucking do it. <laughs> of course. So it's like, well, there goes my fucking dreams of owning a uh, entertainment website. <laughs> you know, like, who's going to want to work with me now because we just fucked over Warp Tour, you know? <laughs> Basically, they got us in for free and we didn't do shit. Um, oh, yeah, no, when I when I told them I was covering the local stage, they actually made a stipulation. They, they said, you're not coming in, saying you're going to do the local stage, and then reaching out and, you know, getting the real big fishes and the less than Jake's and the big bands. Like, you're doing the local stage. And I was like, I, I didn't have any... I didn't have any interest in those other... Like, I wanted did, to focus on the local stage. I think the music's going to be great, but, like... Did it, we ever get any clarification on what happens if, like, a one of the big bands happens to walk by? <laughs> like, I don't think that would be a problem. Right, I, I'm saying, like, because I, like, I'm not expecting that to happen, but if it did happen, like, what happens? Like, yeah, I, I wouldn't, no, no, they can, they can come on, I just think we're not allowed to We're not to allowed to pursue that. To them, yeah. Okay. So I, I can't be like, hey, Interrupters, you guys should walk by the uh, WNY corner stage? 
check it out and see, see the uh, all WNY booth. You know, I can't do that. I mean, if you happen to tweet them, and and and, and you know, I don't I've, know I've, about it. I I, I've tweeted the interrupters constantly since <laughs> Friday. Not not about that. Um, their new album, Fight the Good Fight, came out on Friday, mm-hmm. and I got an email Wednesday last week that said, "Good news." You've been upgraded to uh, you've been upgraded to release day delivery. It's like oh shit! I woke Karina up, yeah. but guess what? We're getting that we're getting that interrupters record the day it comes out. Like we're getting it Friday. Friday comes, and I'm sitting here and I'm watching the tracking status, and it hasn't updated. It hasn't gone out. It hasn't even listed as shipped yet. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I get an email from Amazon. They're like, oh, you know, we had a problem and we couldn't we couldn't deliver it. And uh, we'll we'll send you instructions with, uh, you know, with an updated delivery date. Like, you're kidding me. So I go on I go on uh, Twitter, of course. Mm-hmm. And I tweet to Amazon and I tag the interrupters. And I'm like, you know, I'm really disappointed that I'm not getting this album on time. I wouldn't even care if you guys didn't tell me that I was getting it Friday. Like, you made a big deal out of it, sent me an email saying, good news! <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I wouldn't care. I didn't. I wasn't expecting it until s- Sunday, at least anyway, you know what I mean? Because it comes out Friday, two-day shipping, you figure it'd be here Sunday. And, um, of course, it didn't get here till Monday, so that's even, like... Why Why? Why am I paying for two-day shipping if I'm not getting getting things for three days, four days? Five days. Yeah, like, come on. And I already have, like, a free month of Prime from something else they didn't deliver on time <laughs> that I didn't even know about. I have this this program that, like, monitors my emails and will email Amazon if they deliver something late. That's awesome. I, I forgot all about it until it actually happened. They email, They sent me an email. They said, we just emailed Amazon on your behalf because this item was late. I'm like, I didn't even remember that item being late, but okay. And Amazon sends me an email. They say, oh, we're so sorry. You know, here's a free month of Prime. But at what point is it like, you know, a free month of Prime not enough? Like, what? at what point do you just say, like, I'd rather have my stuff on time? You know, like... I can Uber to Best Buy and buy this shit and come back home and have it in, you know, 20 minutes. But instead, I'm trusting Amazon to deliver it in two days. As much as it behooves me to say so, Walmart does have free two-day shipping. I hate Walmart. (laughs) They're all kind of evil at this point. Yeah. I've bought stuff from from, uh, Walmart for sure. But no, uh, going back to Warp Tour, uh, yeah. one of the things I've been talking about, and you were talking about getting on the show, is I think a really good lesson for bands that I kind of learned through all doing all this is if you just ask for stuff, sometimes people say yes. Like, if when you can get past the point that you care if someone says no, mm-hmm. because, like, you know, if you just ask someone for something, they're not going to you know, vilify you or, like, talk about you. Like, like most people just say no, and you can move on. And so that was how, you know, that's how we got on Warp Tour, you know? I asked, I told Leffler, I'm like, so, you know, I see you're sponsoring Warp Tour. That means my, my, my music podcast can get in, right? And he's like, he says, everyone's asking me. Oh. And then, <laughs> but then, you know, I, 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 I talked to... God, I don't even remember who I talked to, but I found out who was behind the local stage. I ended up talking to Dewey Richbar from Green sure. Jello, and then uh, he got in contact with Kaiser, uh, Kaiser Solze, and then, uh, you know, here we are. And even for, like, getting on concerts, like, uh, Lady of the Tiger has a great show coming up on July 11th, 
at Mohawk Place with a band called Goosebump, who I'm super into. So you listen to the Think So Joe show, and then you go to Mohawk Place. Or listen to it on the way to Mohawk Place with the Absolutely. all WMI app and... Or whatever. There's only three bands. I think it should probably be starting just right after your show ends. We're so. planning. At, we're planning on being there. Excellent. For sure. That's uh, that's something uh, we've discussed and we're <laughs> talking about doing. Actually, she's working, so I will be there, and All she right. will. She will uh, likely not. So that's. Uh, but at least I'll be there. Yeah, but even with that, you know, I contacted. I, I saw this cool band that sounded like my band, and I, we don't get that a lot. We're right. Brit poppy. There's. There's some remnants of, you know, the 90s alt-rock we make here and there, but a lot of it's, like, grungier, kind of dirtier kind of stuff. But, um, you know, I just asked Marty from Mohawk Place. I was like, do you have an opener? And he says they're looking for local openers. So then I just went over to the band and asked them, and yeah. they just said sure. And, I mean, you, you, I think you'll get that more often than not, and that if you're in a small band and you want to try and get a slot like that, you know, if you're if you have to deal with like a record label and a management company, it can be kind of hard to break some, through some of those sure. barriers. But if you're just dealing with a small indie band, they want to help. So if you're ever, you know, if you just want to get on a bill, you know, ask. And the you know the worst thing that that can happen is that they'll say no. You know who I love dealing with is publicists, I, because <laughs> publicists will get back to you like the day before or the day of. Like, I've had this happen with music publicists and also with entertainment publicists, like, doing the uh, the wrestling uh, podcast and the wrestling website. We got, uh, uh, back then it was known as TNA Wrestling, it's now Impact Wrestling. We had, they had a show in Buffalo, and we were like, hey, can we, uh, can we, you know, do interviews and stuff like that? And they're like, you know, well, we might be able to get you passes to get in, but we, we can't do, like, interviews and stuff. Like, okay, mm-hmm. no problem. That, that'd that be cool, you know, if you could get us passes or whatever. So the day of the show, we're at, we're downtown, we're at the ballpark, because that's where it was, and we're, like, prepared to buy tickets. We were about to get in line to buy tickets, and we get a text, like, yeah, you guys can, uh, you guys can get in for free. Like, just, just, it'll be at a will call. And then we had to wait for the tickets to get to will call. <laughs> so it was like, all right. So, but we got, you know, it was, it was a halfway uh, decent seats. And we got, you know, it was a decent, uh, you know, we got to, it was a fun event. We got to meet Jeff Hardy at the end of the night. That was pretty cool. It was like, you know, 20 bucks, get in the ring with everybody that you brought with you and get your picture taken with Jeff Hardy. It's uh, still up on the wall there, actually. Oh. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. One picture of my ex-wife that's in the entire house. <laughs> <laughs> Only because Jeff Hardy's in it. You couldn't have poked her eyes out by now? I I can probably just put, like, a Think So Joe sticker over that. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I, I like that. that. Sounds like an idea, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's for, we have, we've got technology. We can we can crop that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, was, uh, so, but, like, literally the publicist got back to me at the last possible second. And that happens with music publicists all the time. They'll get back to me, like, the day before a show. Like, yeah, we can get your passes. <laughs> like, yeah, great. Okay, now you now you tell me. Like, oh, the, the the worst for me is is for some of the reviews. They'll be like, well, uh, we we need a preview more than we need a review. It's like I don't want to do that. Like that's yeah, that's like I do what I do on a volunteer basis, and I do it because it's you know sure. reviewing shows is fun. Like I don't want to write a preview. Or I did one show where they were like you can absolutely come and do a review, but you have to do an interview with this band before the set, and it's like I don't really. Like I do reviews. I don't yeah. really try and do. Inter- I don't like doing live interviews because then I need I need a tape recorder, and that's 
quiet places and it's it adds it's a whole bunch of extra so, shit I don't need to do, but it's just like how about you just let me come out and promote your band? Because that that happened with Project Object, uh, which is a, a, a amazing Zappa cover band, right? Better than Zappa plays Zappa by a fucking mile. <laughs> and the guy got back to me and he was like, "Well, I don't know. I'll let you know when it gets closer." But that day specifically had like a ton of really good bands in the area, and it's like I, I'm not just gonna wait around. If yeah, right. On you, so I, I contacted Minus the Bear a couple days later, and uh, they let us in, and that show was fucking brilliant. They were amazing. So but, they, I mean, yeah, he, he got back to me. He's like, well, you know, I'm used to people like checking back with me to see, and it's like, <laughs> I, it's like, uh, I like I'm not getting paid for this. I don't have the time to keep checking in with you. Like, you should give me an answer. Is the way this works. Yeah, I'm 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 currently waiting for EA Sports and 2K to get back to me about Ooh. reviewing uh, NHL and WWE. And I've gotten review copies of uh, NHL before, so I'm hoping to be able to do that again. But they have a different publicist now, so let's see what happens. Um, 2K hasn't really. Well, I think uh, the last time I reached out, it was still THQ was doing the wrestling games. Uh, remind me about EA when we're off air. I, I might be able to help you out with that. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll hush hush. We'll keep that on the down. Yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about. It. Yeah, like, uh, but I used to get my contact. Like, I had a, f- I had friends who ran a site called Trash the Stage back in like the MySpace days of mid two thousands. You know, okay. and uh, they would help me out. They'd get me publicist information, stuff like that. So I'd be able to kind of, you know, hit up publicists when bands were in town. Like, hey, I want to, I want to interview your band, and I want to come shoot photos or whatever, and. Like, publicists would get back to me, and then just, for whatever reason, I would not be able to do the show. Mm-hmm. Like, I would, I, something would happen where it would fall through, like, Sugar Cult was here on Easter one year. They were at uh, Club Infinity. And even back then, I didn't drive. So it was like, all right, I'm going to go there, and then I'll figure out how I'm getting home. Like, I'm just going to go there, I'm going to do this interview. I don't. <laughs> I might get a hotel room in the area, I don't know. But sure. I was I was with my kid's mom at the time. You can't do that, and you need to come home, and you need to be safe, and blah blah blah. Like, so I didn't end up doing this, and I found out some years later that uh, Sugar Cult actually had like an Easter egg hunt for like all the press that uh, that was there covering. Like, how cool would that have been? Oh, uh, that sounds like, so, yeah. Wait, what kind of Easter egg hunt? Like. Uh, I don't know what was in the Easter eggs. But and that raises like, more questions than it, it answers, really. It does. I could probably find out. I still uh, I still keep in contact with the person. That was my contact for all, all the publicists and stuff. Uh, this is a band that's playing the uh, Warp Tour, sta- the, uh, the WNY Corner stage of Warp Tour. Uh, and uh, we're going to have an interview with them on July 25th. Absolutely. They are a phenomenal band. I, I've got to get in contact with them because we're trying to... Uh, do something else with them later on down the line but uh this is a song from the toy box brigade and it's called someday on all wny radio think so joe show
Playbox Brigade someday on the Think So Joe Show, all WNY Radio. What's up? Think So Joe here, special Tuesday edition with Ryan from The Struggle Is Real. Hi, Joe. Always glad to have you in studio here. Yeah, I like it here. Got a nice Especially little studio. It's, we're gonna, after we're done, because we're going to probably end at like 7-ish. Sure. So after we're done here, we're going to turn the AC on for a few, and we're going to figure out what we're doing for this promo video. Yes, not preparing at all, I think, was a really strong idea yeah, well, on, on I mean, my part. We, we didn't know exactly <laughs> what was going on. We lost some people along the way who yeah, were going to drowning. be part of it. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna, we'll, we'll come up with something, and uh, but we'll, we'll put the AC on while we're trying to come up with something. Because then after we come up with something, we got to turn the, uh, the lights on. And, and <laughs> melt again. And melt again against the green so screen. So my shirt gets covered in sweat, will freeze me with the AC, and then we'll pop the lights back on <laughs> so I can... That's, Sweat a little more, yeah. That, that's a typical, uh, that's a typical uh, video recording day for me. Fair enough. Is I am in here recording audio, and then I get like as much audio out of the way as I can, and it's like, okay, well then let me uh, let me now switch the AC on so I could cool off, and then I'll shoot the green screen video. Mm-hmm. Then I can put the AC back on and sit here and edit video all night like, oh, the, for hours in the, the time. chilly, it's, cold, and darkness. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't, and and I think like whatever we're doing is going to be much easier than editing a things you might not know. <laughs> Depends how good I am. Well, I don't have a lot of I don't have a lot of on video experience. I mean, it's I'm just saying I don't have to add like a bunch of pictures and stuff. Oh like yeah, no, no, like, nothing like that. Yeah, I, I don't have to do any. Like, it's going to be the trick is going to be like because we're going to be in separate scenes. So, like, we'll record your scenes and then record my scenes or vice versa or something like that. And then it's going to be like, okay, now I have to splice these together. Yeah. Make them look uh, kind of presentable or whatever, you know, but like, uh, which I'm sure I could figure out. Yeah. But I don't have to add, like, I don't have to add pictures. I don't have to move me or you around in the different corners of the screen to put pictures up and put text up on the screen, any of that cra crap that I gotta do for things you might not know. Do you have anything green I can wear if I wanted to do the floating head effect? <laughs> you know, I watched this guy. I was guy. considering that. I watched this guy. His name is, uh, his YouTube name is Fact Fiend, uh, and he sometimes will wear this shirt where it's a, it's like this blue shirt, but somewhere in the design in the shirt, there's this perfectly green matches the background, like so it just looks like there's a big hole right through his shit, <laughs> like... <laughs> It's like, you, you didn't think that through before you wore that shirt, did you? <laughs> I did a blue screen photo at the fair, God, years ago, and it was a blue screen on the David Letterman set. Okay. And I was wearing a blue Sonic Youth t-shirt with oh, great. Uh, the, uh, the uh, washing machine logo on the middle. So it just looks like like floating head, couple arms, drawn on like washing machine <laughs> logo, and then just everything else was gone. So I you, love that. you I, th I think that stuff's funny. You you dressed well for this because you got the black and white t-shirt on and like yeah. yeah. I think it's gonna go it should go well. I don't think it'll be a problem as soon as we figure out what the hell we're actually doing. But uh yeah, that's <laughs> I got ideas. We're 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 creative guys. We are creative, that's why we can just get together and be like, this is what we're gonna do. <laughs> exactly. So uh as long as I was here, I wanted to talk about Infringement Festival yes, for a couple absolutely. minutes. I, uh so for the uninitiated, uh Infringement Festival is music and theater and poetry and dance and workshops. Uh it's most of it's in the Allentown area. It reaches out though to like Mohawk Place, to LaSalle Park, 
Um, it's going to be from July 26th to August 5th. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of taking over uh, Kurt Rotterdam, who runs like a good chunk of it is is leaving after this year. He's retiring. I think he's going to keep a couple of his duties, but uh, sure. I'm going to be taking over for the music a, a big chunk of it at least. So um, I'm jumping into this, and there's, there's there's so many bands. There's like 120, 130 bands we're looking at. Um, there's indoor venues, there's outdoor venues, there's places where there's not usually music. There's like the, the law office of Heidi Jones is taking really? people. So we've got a lot of like really cool, we've got art galleries that are letting us in. And cool. So it's a lot of cool stuff. And um, if you go to infringebuffalo.org, I think we'll have all, all the event information will be up, I think by the middle of, by like July 15th. Um, you can find them on Facebook if you just do Buffalo Infringement Festival. It comes up. Uh, the big thing we need is volunteers, though. Um, right now, we're just looking for people who can like and share events on Facebook. Sure. Just real simple stuff like that. Um, we can get people flyers if they have places to hang them up. We know we, we'd be really happy with that. But then uh, when the event gets closer, we're going to need people to be like, uh, we're going to need people who can drive other volunteers around. We're going to need, uh, we're kind of have venues ours where it's people who are at events who kind of just make sure everything's going smoothly between the venue and the bands. Sure. So, and there's just a lot of little things like that that we're going to need help with. So, um, yeah, if it's that it sounds like something you want to do, come out and volunteer. Um, you know, worst case, you, you do a little work, but you get into a show for free. You get to see a lot of cool bands. Absolutely. So um, you can contact me directly about that uh, either on Twitter or Facebook. I am uh, I am at uh, Sir William Idle, spelled I-D-O-L. It's a Billy Idol reference, as it should be. Right. <laughs> I've told and people it's a Billy Idol reference recently, like when I'm playing video games, and I'm getting people who are young enough just tell me that they have no idea who Billy Idol is. <laughs> and that just breaks my... Like, like, you, like, like you know, haven't you seen The Wedding Singer? Like, <laughs> at, the, you, at the very least? You, like, I knew I'd get to that point. It's like, 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 like yeah. you know, na- name, name more than a few artists from the 50s. You know, eventually sure. it kind of gets to that point where it fades away, and, you know, <laughs> I, I Billy know. Idol should last forever, but I, I don't I, know, man. He'll, I, he'll get lost in the annals of the, the 80s. I was outside. I was outside on my porch earlier, waiting for an Uber, and some guy rode by, and he was bumping Dion. <laughs> That's uh oh the is that the Wanderer? I think is Dion. Oh, oh god. <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm like, did that was that guy really just bumping Dion? Like, what the hell? Hey. <laughs> like, okay, that's cool. If you got the right attitude. You can bump anything. That's cool, man. Like, I I I. I was, uh, it amuses me sometimes when people bump in their cars. Like, I was I was at the mall one time, and this guy's driving by, and I could hear this rap song going on. I don't, I don't know what the rap song is. I don't know who it was by. I don't know anything about this. It was, it was just one of the modern rap songs, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, the guy goes, uh, all my exes live in Texas like my name was George Strait. I'm like, did he just name drop George Strait in a rap song? Oh, that's... I, I, uh, jeez. When I was in college once, I was looking for some, um, some, some late night refreshment, I guess. And my friend said he, he, he knew where to find some late night refreshment. Sure. And then as we kept driving, we kept getting into like a worse and worse area of Albany. And then it got to a point where he's like, just circle this block for a little while. I'm like, oh man, this makes me so nervous. Yeah, right. And, I'm as I'm doing that. I'm just realizing that I am bumping Elvis Costello's Allison <laughs> out the window in like the bad part of town around eleven thirty at night, looking for refreshments. <laughs> refreshments. Refreshments. <laughs> and uh, 
Yeah, that that that's that's bumping the wrong thing at the wrong time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I'd imagine. I uh I I had a habit of like 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 when I had my last car I had like MP3s on a on um like USB sticks, right? Yep, so yeah, like, I've done that too. So like I would just I was just doing this whole thing where I was just playing the uh, the artists in alphabetical order. Oh, dude, I did that too. And uh, one, and and I'll tell you right now, the album that I fell asleep and crashed my car to was Super Unknown by Soundgarden. <laughs> All right, it's kind of a mellow album. I can see that. Yeah, it's kind of a long drive. And I'd been up all night because I was working, so you know it was the combination of those things. It was just like, yeah, time to fall asleep and crash into a pole. I think your body was rejecting Spoon Man, which I do believe <laughs> is probably the worst Soundgarden song that I can think of. Oh, uh, I yeah, I, I could see that. Spoon Man, no, no, it doesn't work. It does I, not. I, I I could see that. No, <laughs> I don't care how well you can play the spoons. I don't need to hear it. <laughs> I uh, I have an appreciation for that song because of Beavis and Butthead. Oh boy! Because they they watched the video on there mm-hmm. on, on the show, so <laughs> I have a, I have at least that appreciation for that song. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, but yeah, so that's a, but there's a lot of songs that I have an appreciation for because of Beavis and Butthead, <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, She Don't Use Jelly by The Flaming Lips. I it's, remember that on Beavis and Butthead, now that you mention that. Uh, the Flaming Lips just put out, like, a Greatest Hits album or something. I'm like, I only know two songs by The Flaming Lips oh. uh, th- that they have a, a Greatest Hits album. I'm sure, like, they're popular with, you no, know. No, there's, there's some big hits in there. I'm sure that I, I, Do You Realize was a big one. Uh, Yoshimi Battles... That, everything else, the Yoshimi Battles of the P- Pink Robots. That should be their greatest hits disc right there. Well, I knew that song because of, like, it was in Guitar Hero or Rock Band or something like that. And, and of course, I knew She Don't Use Jelly from Beavis and Butthead, but yeah. I never... Like, I wanted to see the Flaming Lips when they came to town because isn't that the guy that gets in the big hamster ball and, like, rides over the crowd? He does all sorts of crazy shit. Yeah, yeah. like, I, I wanted to see that show mostly for that. I, I don't know much of their catalog. So, like, to see, like, they had a greatest hits, and, like, that was released, the Interrupters album was released, the um, Smash Mouth released an acoustic 20-year anniversary <laughs> edition, acoustic 20-year anniversary oh. edition of Fushu Mang, and oh. all anybody wants to talk about is new Drake album. Well, at least they don't want to talk about Smash Mouth. I have listened to that Smash Mouth album. I, I had, I was singing along with that Smash Mouth album, I'll have you know. You know, I'll... <laughs> It wasn't what I was singing in the shower the other day. But <laughs> I'll I, I like as much as I hate on Smash, they have some okay songs. Like I, I've listened to some of their like pre-hit stuff, like from the earlier. It's not. It's. I think I have a Smash Mouth album on my on my computer. I'm not gonna lie, but Steve Hartwell is such a fucking asshole. I I have the first two Smash Mouth albums, uh, and I saw Smash Mouth in like '05, right when the Sabers uh, played the Canes in the Eastern Conference Finals. Okay. Yep. Okay, so the Smash Mouth show was the same night as Game 7. Ooh. And we went and saw Smash Mouth. Oh. The, the, game was in, the game was in Carolina, but Smash Mouth are up on stage, and they're like, hey, just so you guys know, the score is like one nothing Buffalo. Like, they were keeping us updated on the score, and then so that way, like, when we got home, we could just flip on the rest of the game and already know it was, you nice. know, we were already kind of caught up, and then, of course... You know, Brian Campbell took that penalty for delay of game and was in the box when all the rest of the defensemen were injured 
and uh, Carolina scored on that power play and ultimately won the game and ultimately beat a Edmonton team whose starting goalie got injured in game one. So um, did they really win? I I remember a time when you could go to a local show anytime during that Sabres run and there'd be someone shouting out the score. Yeah. Man, those are the days. I couldn't I could care less about the Sabres right now. And I I do want to add this. Um if you are interested in um seeing it, if you uh go into YouTube and you type in Steve Hartwell, who's the singer of Smash Bow, Steve Hartwell hit with bread. Really? Find, it's I think it's even worth explaining. So, like, this was a bread festival in... God, I can't even... It says Collins. I don't know what state that's in. But anyway, uh, people... So they're giving away free bread. And uh, people are just... When you give people anything for free at a concert, they're going to throw it. Like, there's at least a decent contingency of sure. that shit that you're going to find. And I guess a couple pieces of bread got up on stage and Steve Hartwell was just insistent that people were screwing with him and they were ruining the show. And he's like, the band's playing Smash Mouth, like the the, the chords, like, doot, dot, doot, dot, dot, doot. And as they're vamping, Steve Hartwell is just like screaming into the crowd about how he's going to fight people. And <laughs> the band just never stops. And I just, I, I, I think that's beautiful. Like, at one point, he starts, starts getting jeered a little bit. And the whole the band's just I just I love that moment where like what's what, if you're in the band what what else do you do in that moment if you're, you're like right. anyone but Steve Hartwell? So, I don't use this browser enough to have YouTube as a as a default option for search. Uh, <laughs> that's all right. This is uh, I I have it set up so that uh, Firefox plays through the board so we can play music off of it. Ah. Oh, see, this is the guy right here. I was telling you about facts uh, facts fiend, and he's got uh, he's got this shirt on. <laughs> If I click on that, you see right through the shirt into the green screen. Oh, that's which is, funny. Which is great. It's paste here and uh, Steve Harwell hit with bread. And he's he's cussing out fans who are throwing bread. So. He's he's in the crowd. He's pointing at someone. He looks very very angry. Wow. I don't know if we can play this audio for more than 30 yeah, seconds. Yeah, yeah, well, so you should just stop. Yeah, 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 let's just... I, that's I, not the right... Th th there are numerous the, versions yeah, I, of the video. Yeah. That's just him being restrained. You can I'll, you can find ones with him just going on. And I'll, on and I'll on. check it out later on and we'll find it. Well, like, if we can only play 30 seconds of the song, and they're really pl only playing 8 seconds of the song, that, that's... Uh, well, yeah, I guess... I'm not saying that, that we should try it. I'm just, you know... Right. Come on, copyright law. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's uh, yeah, that's always a concern for me is copyright law. <laughs> yeah, back to back to back to that again. <laughs> yeah, that, that 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 was something I that, that wasn't on the like the top of the list of like things I need to do when I start a podcast, which I'm I'm happy I, I figured out very shortly afterwards. Sure, I mean that's that's uh, something I worry about with the podcast, especially like this particular podcast where I have other people to worry about, not just me. Where yeah. Like, you know, you send me a C and D letter, I'll take the shit down. I don't give a fuck on my other show. You know what I mean? But yeah. like, this this isn't specifically like I, I, you know, I own this show, but Scott Leffler is my boss and tells me I can't play copyrighted music. So, you know, um, so we're going with that. Plus, it goes up on the YouTube. We don't want to get copyright thing. We're already getting copyright, copyright dings for like content, contents match like stuff. So like. 
YouTube's algorithms will pick up like if we play, say, Yellow Sauce, right? Mm-hmm. And like, oh, you're using music from Yellow Sauce. They're like, oh, yeah, we, we are, but uh, they're okay with it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Because like, I, I, I happened to click on that the other day because I have the LWNY uh, YouTube. I'm linked into it, um, which I still need to post videos from that last show that you guys were on. Oh, geez, I, yeah. Yeah, I've been so busy, I haven't had time to do that. I hear so. you on that. Uh, but, yeah, so that's... Uh, that's uh, I will have to check out the uh, the dude from Smash Mouth getting hit with bread. But Yeah, yeah, well, as soon as we get off air, we'll just we'll, we'll play it while we're yeah. setting up. But but that was cool as shit to, when they were performing. At the, it was Thursday at the Square, and they're just mm-hmm. shouting out the score of the Sabres game <laughs> between songs. Like, do, you, do you remember who opened? I'm just curious. Not off the top of my head. If we if we go on Wikipedia, I'm sure we could find it. So <laughs> I don't care that much. Yeah, we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll worry about that at some other <laughs> point. But yeah, I I do not recall who opened. Um, I I went to a lot of Thursday at the squares over that uh, oh, time yeah. period. So you know, I miss them. I miss I miss the square. I don't mind Canal Side, and I I don't even mind paying the five bucks. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. people are complaining like. Oh, well, you know what? Why is it five bucks now? Well, because it's idiots. Five bucks. Because people who went to the T Pain concert had to fucking ruin it. Yeah, that's what you get for replacing Coolio with T Pain. <laughs> Fuck. No, I uh, as someone who has trouble standing for long periods of time, I can't. I find that I I've been told if I go to Canal Side and bring a chair, I, I'm not gonna be able to see a thing. So that was what I liked about Lafayette Squares. You get sure. there early enough, you just perch yourself up on one of those statues and like. It's yeah, like, absolutely. Or you bring a chair. Like, there's there's places you can go, but, but so I miss. I I I would almost like. I think I would like it better if they got slightly smaller bands and went back to Lafayette Square. Yeah. Or even just started pumping in a bunch of really cool local music because people will go out on a Thursday if the weather's nice, regardless of who's sure. playing. Sure. I've got a I've got a Nietzsche's day booked on Thursday. A uh, Thursday. I don't know what day off the top of my head, but that uh, that's gonna be uh that'll be cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just like, "Hey, do you want to? Do you want this date? Like, sure." They wanted me to take a Thursday because uh, apparently we didn't do as well as they had hoped at the, at the uh, last one. But uh, you yeah. know, it is what it is, and uh, you know, yeah, not that. You know, we made we made some money at the door, but I guess they didn't make some money at the bar. Right? Yeah, as I would, understandable. You know, you guys got to make money. I'm, I'm not holding that against you if we didn't do well, as well as uh, they anticipated. So. You know, we're hoping to kind of blow them away uh, on the uh, 21st with uh, XM Priory, and the Cage Kings, Station Wagon, and Scarecrow Show. Ooh, I like Scarecrow Show. Yeah, that's going to be... Yeah, Scare- they're cool. Scarecrow Show are playing my birthday in November at Mohawk Place. It's mm-hmm. going to be... <laughs> that so far is looking to be a killer lineup. I'm waiting to confirm one more band before I fully announce it, but... Save the date, November 10th. Scarecrow Show will be there. And uh, let me see who else is uh, who else is confirmed. Uh, there was uh, uh, the Kennedy Carpool are confirmed for that. Ah, show. excellent! I love I love me some Kennedy Carpool. Those guys are fucking hard. And you know, you, and one other band that I absolutely love has also confirmed for November tenth at Mohawk Place. And you can catch them early on the WNY Corner stage. <gasps> yeah. Look at that segue to end the show, huh? This is all WNY Corner stage at Warp Tour on the uh, on the 25th of this month. You go there, see these guys, say hi to us. 
Get yes. Your, get your stickers, play some games, have some fun. Uh, this is Of Night and Light, and this song is called Hope, and we'll be back next Wednesday on the Think So Joe Show. We'll see you then. Just behind those